0: Want you to hit me as hard as you can. Paul Verhoeven is a prolific Dutch filmmaker who, after success in his home country directing gritty films like Flesh and Blood, began his Hollywood career in 1987 with the classic, genre-defining, sci-fi action satire, Robocop. That film of course famously had many setbacks and problems behind the scenes including issues with the suit to the point where Verhoeven believed it looked so goofy on screen that his career would be finished, going over budget and behind schedule as well as constantly having the film getting rated X by the MPAA due to the graphic violence. But despite all that, Robocop became a huge hit, making a whopping $55 million on a $13 million budget. Not only that, but the film was also a critical darling as well, with many critics giving special notice to the dark, satirical tone and sharp jabs at 80s yuppie corporate culture. We've restructured the police department and placed prime candidates according to Risk Factor. I'm confident that we can go to prototype within 90 days. Good. Very good. Verhoeven then followed Robocop up with an even bigger hit, Total Recall in 1990, an epic sci-fi action-adventure film based on the Philip K. Dick novella, We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. And while Robocop was a pretty decent sized hit, Total Recall was a box office smash, making over $260 million on a $50 million budget. The film, like Robocop, also retained Verhoeven's patented disdain for capitalistic exploitation, and even slipped in themes about the dangers of privatizing natural resources, as well as an explosive proletariat revolution. An accident? That the rebels, man. However, a lot of that film's success nonetheless had to do with its star, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was at the peak of his powers at the time. I mean, before the role of everyman-turned-super-spy, Or is he Douglas Quaid in Total Recall? Arnold had already amassed a lot of cultural cachet due to the combined successes of classic 80s films like Conan the Barbarian, The Terminator, Predator and Twins. So after the success of Total Recall, the director and star now had a huge blank check to play with. Now the question was, how were they going to cash it? Well, with a huge, big-budget, bloody, R-rated period epic about the medieval crusades, simply titled Crusade, that's how. But why did this film ultimately not happen? Especially given how successful both Verhoeven and Schwarzenegger's track record had been up until then? Well, we're going to find that out together in this episode of Movie That Almost Was. Now, the epic script for Crusade, written by Waylon Green, who previously wrote the screenplay for Sam Peckinpah's famous deconstructionist western The Wild Bunch, was too great of an opportunity for Verhoeven or Schwarzenegger to pass up, it was a dark and gritty take on that time period about a serf who takes on an empire and has been described as Spartacus meets Conan the Barbarian, and just like Peckinpah's aforementioned western classic, Verhoeven's Crusade would do for medieval epics that The Wild Bunch did for westerns, containing intense. intense, realistic and bloody violence, a flat-out rejection of any sort of romanticism, as well as a dark, cynical, even political edge. So after a revision by screenwriter Gary Goldman who was credited as one of the main writers of many on the infamously troubled Total Recall film, pre-production on Crusade thus began in earnest at Carolco Studios who had produced the aforementioned Philip K. Dick adaptation. As for the story itself, the protagonist would have been a serf named Hagen, who was also a con man and thief, not that dissimilar from Schwarzenegger's previous Conan the Barbarian. However, in this film, Hagen is caught trying to steal some gold, and is eventually sent to be executed by public hanging, though using his wits, Hagen gets himself out of the execution by literally burning the shape of a cross onto his back, successfully conning his way into getting the people in attendance, including the corrupt and fanatical Pope Urban II, to be played by Charlton Heston, into believing this was some sort of divine intervention, which ultimately pays off and saves his life. However, afterward he is then knighted and sent to fight the titular crusades as a symbol of God's forgiveness, even getting a few devout followers who believe in his holy divinity. The villain of this piece, or at least the main villain as there are ultimately several, was Count Emic, to be played by Gary Sinise. Turns out Emek is the half-brother of Schwarzenegger's Hagen, who he himself is the bastard son of the local lord and Emek's father. This makes Hagen a danger to Emek's claim, so Hagen must be eliminated at all costs. The villain then single-mindedly chases Schwarzenegger's protagonist all throughout the latter's journey from Europe to the middle of Jerusalem, leading up to the inevitable, climactic, and bloody final showdown. Meanwhile, Hagen becomes disillusioned with the violence, greed, and corruption of the Crusade, as it becomes obvious to him that the entire war is simply a pretext by the corrupt Pope to plunder Jerusalem and the Muslim Empire of its riches, and thus he ends up siding with the Muslims against the Christian Crusaders, which includes the free-spirited Islamic princess Layla to insensitively be played by Jennifer Connelly as Arnold's nominal romantic interest. Finally, the climax would have been a massive, gory battle in Jerusalem, including giant armies of armoured soldiers colliding bloodily, swords clashing and searing flesh, catapults throwing decapitated heads and fires and explosions raging everywhere the whole nine yards, putting its huge budget to good use. At one point, Arnold Hagen even has to save the one true cross from being destroyed. And of course, Hagen finally kills Sinise's evil emic. Now the absolute greatest thing about this particular story was that it was scathingly and rightfully critical of the Crusades themselves and went out of its way to be sympathetic to the Islamic struggle which was rare for its time. Behoven even said in an interview that the story of the Crusades is the murderous attack of the Christians on the Arabs and the Jews. Do you think that's a politically interesting situation? And that the film itself would not shy away from the anti-Semitic and Islamophobic sentiments of the historical crusaders in question? One of the screenwriters, Gary Goldman, even reiterated that point in an interview saying it was an anti-war statement, basically saying that the Christians had no business going there. It goes deeper than that as well, showing corruption seeping from all pores of the Christian establishment, from the opening scene depicting an altar boy orgy, the aforementioned greed and fanaticism of the Pope, and the brutal savagery of the crusaders towards civilians and innocents, which all makes sense given that Verhoeven is a devout atheist who has been obsessed with religion for a long time, both as a scholar and a skeptic. In fact, he even wrote a book about the historical Jesus, fittingly titled Jesus of Nazareth in 2008, which set out to debunk all the supposed godly myths and supernatural miracles of the Bible, including a theory that says Jesus might have been a product of his mother Mary being raped by a Roman soldier. Hell, even something as innocuous as Robocop was chock full of biblical allegories and parallels. This includes things such as Alex Murphy being murdered while his body is positioned in the shape of a cross, the theme of resurrection, and Robocop walking on water during the climax. In fact, before everything started falling apart with the film, sets were actually being built in Spain and the cast was already getting assembled, which also boasted the likes of Academy Award winner Robert Duvall as a disillusioned priest and John Taturo as Hagen's comic relief sidekick. However, again, the dark realities of capitalism infringing on the creation of art led to the studio footing the bill to pull the plug on the project, due to Verhoeven refusing in a meeting to guarantee that he would keep the budget within the agreed-upon $100 million, already a steep price tag, especially for the early 90s. Arnold Schwarzenegger even elaborated about this ill-fated meeting in a candid interview with Empire Magazine, stating, It was all written and ready to go, but then Paul started going crazy. We had the final meeting with the studio and we were all sitting at this boardroom table. They said, so the budget is 100 million dollars, that's a lot of money, what kind of guarantees do you have that we will get it for 100 and it won't go up to 130? He says what do you mean guarantees there's no such thing as guarantees guarantees don't happen and if anyone promises you guarantees they're lying we don't even know that if you walk out of the building here you won't get hit by a truck there's no guarantee we're going to make it till tomorrow I cannot have control over God I don't even believe in God why am I talking about God but someone nature could just rain for three months and then what do we do how can I give you a guarantee this is ludicrous. I kept kicking him under the table trying to tell him to shut up while we're ahead but he just wouldn't and that was it that was the end of the movie paul always tried to be honest but you can be a little bit selective about when to be honest and when to just move on with the project it was a shame so that was it it seems after verhoven's tirade crusade was unfortunately and unequivocally officially dead Though there is a bit of schadenfreude in the fact that even though Carolco Studios didn't want to fund Verhoeven and Schwarzenegger's 100 million dollar epic period drama, they did instead focus on producing the pirate epic Cutthroat Island, which then became one of the most notorious bombs in Hollywood history, making only 10 million dollars at the box office on a $150 million budget, damaging both Gina Davis's and director Rennie Harlan's careers at the time, as well as bankrupting the studio into oblivion. Ouch. So, what do you guys think? Would you have liked to have seen the Hard R period epic from Verhoeven and Schwarzenegger? Let us know, and if you have any suggestions for us, please leave them in the comments below. Yeah.